On ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. Hour number two, 713-780. ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. There's Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A.J. is the real... At uh, Aaron is Blitzed at Degenerates975. You can text the show. Know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch. You know the number for that. Miss the first hour. A lot of football talk. A lot of uh, national championship talk. A lot of Texans are dumb talk. I've got one more uh, subject I want to get to in the national championship later on in the show. Sure. Disgusted by something that was floated around last night. Okay. Uh, That would be a tease. So, uh... If you want to get in, you know all the ways to do it. Let's uh, let's have some fun today on a Tuesday. And uh, so, did you get a chance to uh, to read the article, AJ? I did, and it, it's kind of more of the same what we've heard before. Uh, I mean, every time it's floated about, it's like, well, would Texas be on board? They're historically conservative. Uh, there's lobbyists uh, in neighboring states who who would prefer not to have gambling in Texas, and it talks about. You know, Texas has a bunch of people, and there's a lot of money in this state, and it would be great for the uh, for the Texas government to have that happen because they they could use the money, just like every state could use money right now. Nobody, no state is like yeah uh, thriving in in COVID world. Uh, so it, it, there's nothing really groundbreaking there, but the fact that maybe they're considering it, it it's it's another positive step. I, I'm still skeptical that it'll ever happen. I am as well, but I, I think if something is going to pass in this state, it, it'll be sports betting because we don't have the competition from the other states yet for this. And it, it isn't the same as, as casinos. And, and I, I kind of get it that, hey, you know what? Be a good neighbor. You know, let, let's not do the casino thing. I, I get their reasoning for that. Well, mo- mainly because the casinos are putting money in their pockets. But this being a different animal to me, it, it's it's a startup. It's not the same thing as a casino. So... Uh, and I, and if you can get it in front of the legislature here in 2021, then, you know, I, I think that's fast. I don't think it's because the, the state's conservative that they aren't going to do it. I just think it's because there's not enough. I mean, Sheldon Adelson spent a bunch of money in the Republican Party getting people reelected in order to try to get this uh, forward. And, of course, now he's dead. That happened today. But I, I do think that... Uh, uh, if if something's going to happen in this state, it'll be sports betting before it's casino gambling. And I've heard the thing too that the 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 sports teams and the racetracks would be the ones who have the licenses, and that kind of makes sense. Now I don't know where that puts us in terms of online wagering. It doesn't sound promising. It sounds like you'd have to go to these right. places to bet. Which okay, but as someone who is about to launch a major sports betting site. I love this idea. <laughs> I love it. I hope it happens. And I, I, and our site's going to be national, so it's not. Um, it, it's certainly not necessary. But it'll get its most promotion here locally, and that's the, well. And you know, and we're in. You know, that's the thing. Texas is a huge market. Yeah, uh, it's a massive market, and it would be. I, and look, let's face it. There's a reason that our show is. People have always listened to our show. 
Texas is is full of gamblers, man. There's a reason that you know you go over to Louisiana and you walk through the parking lot and what's every license plate? Doesn't say Louisiana. It's Texas. We love to gamble. That's who we are. And yes, if we could get sports betting in this site uh, state, it would be fantastic. And Texan Stevens says Fred Texas will have marijuana before sports betting or gambling. I I do believe that that's going to happen. I, 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 a year ago, I would have bet real money marijuana first, then sports betting. I don't think we're ever getting casino gambling. Uh, I, I just don't see that happening. But I do think these, these two things could happen. And the fact that they're on the docket and that they're, they're at least taking a shot at it, well, I, uh, it makes me happy. <laughs> and Bad Hudson, shoot, I'm going to Louisiana this weekend. And... um. And Crystal with a really good question. So what's the difference in sports betting and horse racing, bingo, and poker rooms? Um, the poker rooms, we'll start with that. They had to find a loophole. Now, I don't know why that same loophole wouldn't apply to uh, sports betting, frankly. But you're part of a club. So you pay a membership fee. It's It's like a country club where you pay the membership and you can exchange money but theoretically, as long as the house isn't taking any, that's considered legal. It's the same as if uh, we go sit in a bar and AJ and I and Aaron decide we're going to put up 100 bucks each and play three-handed poker. We're not breaking the law. We're per- I mean, it's just like if you're on a golf course. There's, there's a, you know, and you're betting with your friends on the golf course, which I used to do all the time. Then all perfectly legal because there's no, there's no rake being taken. There's no bookie. It's just individuals. And horse racing was uh, passed by the legislature. The lottery was passed by the legislature. So legally, those are there. Um, and, and sports betting would have to be a separate thing, much like horse racing is. Yep. So so I'll say Louisiana in November voted to pass sports betting, 55 out of the 64 parishes. And the articles I've seen, because I've been trying to figure out when they're going to do it, is they don't plan to start rolling it out until the end of this year. So if the legislator, legislature wanted to move on it and get it opened up by NFL preseason, this is the year to do it before Louisiana jumps all over it and takes even more of that money. Yeah, I, I do think that there is something to that, but by, by the same token, it's, when it gets passed here, it's going, to be, it's going to be bigger than anything other than maybe New Jersey. And, and I mean, when New Jersey passed Vegas... So, and I'm a firm believer that all this stuff should be legal, that, and then we should just tax the hell out of it and pay our first responders and teachers more money. But I, I'm okay. I'm okay with the loopholes that the poker rooms have found. And I would be okay with sports betting and, and not necessarily having to have casino betting, which I know makes all the old, old people unhappy who like to go and, you know, sit there and sit there with their oxygen mask and then smoke and play penny slots for 17 hours in a row um but that's not me so i i I, if we got sports betting i'd had every i'd have everything i need in this state i'd have horses i'd have sports i'd have poker boom done that's it and i'm selfish yeah so there and marijuana let's let's throw that in there (laughs) you know but i mean i i think it's a great place to live it'd be even uh an even better place and so yes doesn't tillman own the golden nugget casino yeah tillman doesn't want casino gambling here you don't think so no i I think he's happy 
raking in money over at the well, he used to be raking money over at the Nugget. Now right. I don't know what's happened with uh I know he 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 has a lot of stuff planned where if it's ever legal he could jump in with casinos like uh, I mean that was kind of the point of that pleasure pier thing if I'm not mistaken was you'd be able to put a casino right there. But um but I he's making a bunch off the Nugget and I'm I'm pretty sure though that if you got into sports betting and he was able to have one of those licenses at Toyota Center. I'm pretty sure he'd be okay to that. I think he'd be all right with it. Yeah. And his casino would be able to license it. That's, I mean, so basically the way it would work is like, let's say, let's say they allow sports betting. He could, I mean, he could have Golden Nugget sports betting put in at Sam Houston Race Park. You know, right. and he'd have to rent space or whatever. But I mean, he could basically take the handle on that he i mean he would have to, there would be a bid for it yeah I, I don't think he would get uh, sam houston's owned by pin gaming which also already does uh, uh, they're well, they're as big as bet mgm almost and uh, well I, I mean that was just a hypothetical yeah, place but, but wherever wherever they do just like if they've got kiosks around the city there will be bids for who's able to who's regulated to do sports betting in in the state and that that could be one of them yeah I, well in, in this particular model and I, I don't you know i haven't i've only talked to a couple people about it from you know, the, the racing industry, but you would have essentially, you could go to the racetracks would have a setup where you could go in and bet on sports and the sports teams would have the option to put them in the arenas. So Tillman would own the one in Toyota center, obviously, but you wouldn't now you could also go and buy up some of these old racetrack licenses that aren't being used right now, like say golf Greyhound and theoretically put one there and have a second one down there. But I think that's the most likely scenario. Now, for those of us who like to bet on our phones, that doesn't really help us. But, you know, hey, Toyota Center would be right down the road. But most me. of these places put up, like, if, you, if, you, there's legally, if there's legalized gambling in your state, most of those entities build an app. Right. Like, it, like the states that have DraftKings available, you can bet through your DraftKings app. In that state, as long as your you know your your uh, your phone says you're in this state at, at, when you make the bet, it's just like Vegas, you know. But you know all these all these casinos there, you don't have to go in in person anymore. You can place a bet on your phone anytime. I think Tennessee and Colorado are entirely digital. Yeah, that's the smart way to do it. I think. Um, and, but I, I would just say, the the one thing that might be different is let's keep in mind we're still Texas. And we're still light years behind in everything. So thinking that we would be able to get an app, eh, I, I, I'll, hold, I'll reserve judgment on that just because I, I don't trust us. We're 30 years behind Louisiana when it comes to gambling. Uh, and, and I'm sure however we do it, we'll be one of the worst. That's just, you know, that's just Texas when it comes to this kind of stuff. 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Although it may surprise us. Just like the Texans might surprise us and do the right thing. Hey, uh, let's squeeze a call on real quick. Porter, you're on the blitz. Go. Hey, guys. Love the show. Um, I was calling to I'm, – I'm, I'm probably one of the only Rams fans that I know around here. Uh, but I was calling to see uh, what y'all thought about uh, – you know, the the Rams' performance against Seattle, if it was just a fluke, you know, uh, golf coming in, you know, to try to come in and save the day and, and ends up being successful thanks to the defense. But 
uh, bigger task coming up this weekend with Green Bay. I uh, just wanted to get y'all's thoughts on that and what you think the Rams' chances were of uh, maybe pulling another upset in Green Bay. I don't think it's out of the. I don't think it's out of the question. I, I mean, it's a it, it, their defense is legit. They can play with just about anybody. I think the the real questions start to come up with, you know, are you good enough to keep up with a, an offensive juggernaut like Green Bay, who, who you know, Z- Seattle right now is as good as they were early in the season. The later half of the season, their offense was just pretty mediocre. Uh, and and that was a game that was a, a low scoring game should have been lower scoring but uh, pick sixes blah 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 uh, but bitter, bitter much yeah but I, I think that what you really got to ask is it, it, do you trust Jared Goff with you know screws in his thumb to to be able to put up enough points to to hang with a team that you know is going to go out there and score twenty eight thirty one points well that and you need to. Uh... You need to hope Aaron Donald's 100 percent because yeah, oh certainly. If he's not, then that that's a problem. But you know what? You, you know what your blueprint is? What the 49ers did to him last year? Yeah, go run the ball down their throat, keep him off the field, and if you can get enough points doing that, and and listen, Rams running game is pretty good. If Cam Akers can do what he did last week, yeah. then you've got a you've got a shot. Yeah. So, all right, let's take a very quick break. Don't go anywhere. We'll we'll do uh, AJ's uh, other thought on the championship game when we come back. It's the Blitz on ESPN 975925. G'day, mate. This is Sam Windsor of the Houston Sabercats. You're listening to the Blitz on ESPN 975. Listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman, and we're back on the Blitz. Happy Tuesday! All right, Hoffman. What was the other thing you wanted to get to from the championship game? Listen, this is all over the place now. Uh, and and I don't really understand the the outrage, but Deadspin is kind of leading the way on this. They're alive again. Uh, well, they were they were today. Uh, Nick Saban and Alabama's medical staff should have never let Jalen Waddle touch the field last night. And there were players who were were tweeting about it. Uh, Patrick Mahomes tweeted about it. Uh, AJ Brown tweeted about it. Uh, Darius Leonard tweeted about it. Not that you know any of those guys saw a national championship game. I mean, Darius Leonard played at South Carolina State, you know. So they 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 were basically blaming the medical staff for allowing Jalen Waddle to play. And I, I, Nick Saban, before the game, they asked him, "What what do you expect out of Jalen Waddle tonight?" And he said, "I don't expect anything out of Jalen." Uh, Jalen is going to determine how much Jalen plays. If Jalen wants to play at all, it's going to be his decision. And how much he plays will be his decision. And I'm, I'm trusting him to, uh, to, to take care of himself, basically. And people are I can't believe you'd let these kids make these decisions. Jalen Waddell is 22 years old. He is a grown man. Like, yes, there is life-changing money waiting for him. And had he re-injured himself last night, 
who knows? Maybe some of that lifetime, it's, he would still get life-changing money. It just probably wouldn't be as much life-changing money. It would be, he'd go well, a little bit well, lower Well, didn't the, the doctors draft. tell him he couldn't hurt it any worse? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess he could have re-injured it, but you, anybody could re-injure it any given night. Anybody who plays in that game could get injured. The point being, Jalen Waddle's not like a, a 16-year-old boy whose head coach is convincing him to play in the state championship game. This is a grown man who realizes this is a rare opportunity, and he decided that it was important for him to play in that game. And he went. Did he improve his stock last night? No. Did he hurt his stock? I I don't think so. I mean, what's a scout going to do? Go. Oh, I saw him limping around in that game after he made that catch. Well, yeah, he had ankle surgery seven weeks ago, eight weeks ago. That sometimes it, that, that happens. You're sore. Uh, but to, to act like you know Nick Saban and the the medical staff are irresponsible for allowing a grown man to play in a game that was clearly important for him to play, and let's not act like Jalen Waddle is some dope idiot who doesn't know what his future holds and what the risk is. Listen, every player in college football who's going to get drafted understands the risk of what happens if you if you go out and play in these bowl games. And we see it all the time. In all these games, we've seen guys say, no thanks, I'm out. I got, I got NFL money to worry about. So if they're, if they're making those decisions, why should, why should Jalen Waddle not be allowed to make his own decision? It's like we trust everybody to make their own decision until they make the decision that you don't agree with. And then it's like, how dare they allow this to happen? It's just ridiculous. This is a grown man who wanted to play in a national championship game Something that you know you, you rarely get a chance to do, and and this is pro- it was probably <laughs> it was his last chance to suit up with his teammates because yeah. he'll be in the NFL next year. So he thought it was important enough to go out there, just like everybody else on the field thought it was important enough to go out there and risk injury. Because let's face it, they were oh, Trey Sermon got hurt. Should Trey Sermon have sat the game out? Because listen, you could ruin your NFL futures if you uh, play in this game. I mean, you think Trey Sermon's NFL stock went up yesterday? I don't. So why is it different for this guy who made the decision to go play than it is for someone who makes the decision not to go play? Like now all of a sudden it's on the team and the coaching staff. They should never have allowed him. What kind of coach does that and says, hey, man, when they're recruiting you, when you're 17, they say, hey, you come to Alabama, you're going to have a chance to play for national championships and – and then when that day comes for him to play in a national championship, says, hey, man, I know you're a grown adult man, but I'm going to get a lot of heat on the interwebs if I let you play in this game. So you're just going to have to sit this one out, Jalen. It's absurd. It's absurd. And I, I, you, can be, you can get on Nick Saban's ass about a lot of stuff. To me, this isn't one of those things. Jalen Waddle made a grown-up decision because he's a grown-up. And it ended up not hurting anything. So what's, a, what's the big deal now anyway? Well, it's because everybody has to be outraged all the time, AJ, over everything. And and somebody brought up a good point. It's like the Oklahoma State kid that opted out at halftime. It's his decision. Yeah. And, but, I mean, these are they're, – they're all different situations. And, you know, opting out of a bowl game to me, no big deal. Uh, guys who opted out of the regular season, okay, that's their choice. No big deal. That was a health-related thing. But when you get to a national championship game, and this is the same thing that I said about Zion Williamson that you disagreed with me on, about him playing, if if it means that, if if it doesn't mean anything to win a championship, then why are you even playing sports? And in his case, 
he it meant a lot to him to to yep. Waddle. It meant a lot to him. If you didn't think that game meant something to those kids last night, did you see the look on that safety's face when he got ejected? Oh, for the which target? by the way, that's another thing that pissed me off. I like I I understand, and that was targeting. That, that was a it foul. was it was targeting. But man, they, like it it wasn't the kind of targeting where like he's looking to to intentionally hurt someone. There's got to be levels to it. Because kicking guys out of these games that they play their whole, they work their whole lives to get into, it's just painful to see these guys walk yeah. off the field with tears in their yeah. eyes because, you know, their I whole fe- life they played sorry for, for this him. moment. Yeah. It's not like he did it on purpose, but it was clearly no. it was clearly a foul, and he and it needs to be like college basketball where there's a a flagrant one and a flagrant two, and if it, if if it looks like okay that was dangerous but unintentional contact there's a, a penalty and a warning to that player. And then if there's a intentional violent contact with the intent to injure, you're ejected from the game. Yeah, it's, it's, not- it's hard to judge intent, though, because if, if you look at that, even in, in slow motion, and he's clearly lowering his helmet, but... But they do it in they do it in basketball. Yeah, but I mean that's. Uh, I mean it's not one hundred percent accurate, but it's better than just blanket kicking everybody out. Yeah, well, I mean they do have a review process where they they go and look at it, and if but and, but they, if it, if they consider it targeting, it, you're kicked out. Even if it's you know no matter how it ends up, and no matter how the play ends up, it's targeting if you launch yourself headfirst into a guy's helmet. It's targeting if you lower your head and hit him in the chest. Those aren't the same things. The to the point, though, I mean, that game is something that these kids are going to remember for the rest of their lives. Those are memories that you can't, uh, I mean, it, you can't buy those. And I, I honestly believe that if you're a competitor, that's what you want to do is you want to go out there and play. I don't fault the kid for limping out there and wanting to play. We used to, uh, you know what, In the back in my day, we used to praise people for stuff like that. Well, like guys like Willis Reed for limping back out there. We, we used to praise people for going out there and trying to win and, and, and fight through an injury. Terrell Owens in that Super Bowl. Yeah. Was he four weeks out of an ACL surgery and went out there and limped around the field? Yeah, I remember when Jerry Rice came back like the same season? Yeah. I mean, we, we used to say, man, can you believe that? That's, that's guts, man. That's grit. We don't say well, that anymore. Now I it's mean, like, oh, listen, we got to take care of the kid. If you're, an, if you're an NFL team, or you're, let's just say you're whatever sport you're in, you're a pro owner, and you've got a guy who says, listen, going out here and winning this game for my team is more important than anything to me. I'm, I, I, can, I feel like I'm physically good enough to play. I'm going to go out there and do it. I, like just, and maybe this is unfair for me to say, I like that better than a guy who says, I was basically here just to showcase my skills for the pros. Now you've seen them. I'm not risking anything else. I'm out. You guys, you guys have enough film on me. Like you, you, this is what you, this is what you're there for. And I, and I don't hate on guys. And I, and the discussion we had last year about Zion, I wouldn't have faulted him because Zion knew what he was going to be. Zion knew he was going to be the number one draft pick. Like it, there was not much of a, a doubt about it. And he he just like it was. I wouldn't have faulted him either way for his decision. If he had he said, "I'm going to play this thing," okay, I'm not going to play. I just don't feel comfortable. Okay, I don't think there's a wrong answer, but I I think that it's ridiculous to chastise programs for letting guys who came there to play college football actually play college football. Same people were saying, "Hey, how cool was it that the offensive lineman got to go into the game at the end?" The injured that guy. was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but those the I mean, I I think that 
we forget sometimes that this is this is what these guys want to do. This is their dream, you know, to play for a national championship. And and you know what? I admire the fact that the kid fought his ass off to get back for that game. And he wasn't gonna. And so he limped off after a catch. By the way, he made a catch. Made a nice catch. Got that fifteen yarder. Yep. And then yeah, did he land awkwardly? Yeah, but guess what? That's gonna happen when you haven't played. So I I, I don't know. I I think. Uh, it's easy to sit here and blame schools for stuff like this. Every kid had an option to play or not to play because of the COVID. Uh, it, 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 every kid on that roster had the op- had the option to say, you know what, I'm my legs hurt. I'm not going to play, including yeah. him. I, I just think, think it's, if- I, th- I think it's silly to to chastise these programs for letting guys play football. I, I mean, I, that's especially when you're talking about a 22 year old man. Yeah, and it, it guess what. Where's personal choice guy now? That was a personal choice. I'm team personal choice. Everybody's team personal choice when a guy says, "Oh, I'm going to sit out this bowl game. I got to. I'm going to focus on my NFL career." Okay, that's you know you got to worry about your future. That's on you. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, Jerome Solomon scheduled to join us next. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. You're listening to ESPN. 97.5. 97.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz and... Uh... Jerome had to cancel. I'm sure he's writing some kind of Jesus Easterby column. Yeah. I know he was supposed to be on his way to Toyota Center for this Lakers-Rockets game when we talked earlier. He said he should have been pulling right into Toyota Center when we called him. And then he texted me and said, we can't do it right now. Hmm. Lakers playing the Rockets again? Didn't they just play? Yeah. Okay. That one was in L.A. This one's here. Oh. Are you excited? That's what we in the business call a home and home. Ah, I see. I don't want to embarrass you by not knowing the terminology, Fred. Now you know. I have such little interest in the NBA <laughs> right now. Too. It's so it's so. I've never been less interested in the NBA in my entire life, and I don't know if it's just hard. I I, I really think it's because the off season was too short. Yeah, I think that was part of it, and I I, I was I kind of. I also think it's because I we, we don't care about the local team. No, no. <laughs> I, I'm pretty excited that hockey's starting up this week. They waited a there, little bit longer. There are literally people asking me, do we think the Rockets are a title contender now? What? Is that a real question? They're uh, like Division title contender? I mean, uh, <laughs> what, did they hang what, those banners the way the Texans do, just out of curiosity? What's the, uh, what's the cutoff for where you've got to fall in your conference rankings? To be considered a contender. That's a that's the real question. Nine. Uh well nine nine nine. That's um <laughs> that that's not where the Rockets are. Out of fifteen in the Western Conference, mm-hmm. the Rockets are fourteen. That to me says not a title contender. But every time they win a game, it's like, hey, you see that? They're they're starting to get something here, aren't they? Something's cooking. No, no, nothing's really cooking yet. That's 
Um, it's lot, odd that you think that. A lot of people pointing out that they played the game in, in Houston, not L.A., to limit travel. The other one. Uh, oh. Oh, so I was wrong. that's what they call home a and, double home. Uh, that's what they call. I, actually, I don't home. know the terminology for that. I'm embarrassed. <sighs> I'm as Shame. embarrassed as you were earlier. Shame. <laughs> oh, no, I. I uh, Shame. I never thought I'd say this, but the NHL is actually being smarter than the NBA right now in terms of. They waited longer to start their season, which it basically kind of finished around the same time so that it wasn't, it didn't feel like you were just being forced into a new season right away. And they totally reconfigured everything so that they're going to limit travel and limit uh, exposure. So that for one year, they just, they changed the divisions and, you know, I mean, I I just think it's smart what they're doing. And now the NBA is already getting outbreaks and some guys are getting it a second time. And they're talking about, oh, do we have to? Are we gonna have to cancel more games? Maybe. Well, it's funny because the the NBA did it so well the first time. Yeah. And I mean, it, we there was hardly ever any problems in that bubble. And I get that at some point you Except can't for Daniel can't, House, right? But at some point you can't just keep doing your whole your league in a bubble. You got you got to you know go out there and try to get things back to normal. I understand that, but. It, they're starting to realize these, these are the problems you're going to have. And, you know, baseball dealt with it. The NFL's dealt with it. Like it, some some weeks players aren't going to be available to play. Some weeks, you're, you know, your team might have to shut down their facility for a while. That, that's just that's, – that's how the real world is when you're not at Disney World. That's the real deal. So they thought, well, look how easily we navigated it last year. It's not, it was never going to be that easy again. No, and, and your model was going to have to be what the what the NFL did, what college football did, what what baseball did. If you're if you're yep. going to travel to these other cities, then you know there's there's and and the problem with all that, there's a lot more travel in the NBA, yeah, than, than there are those other sports. So you you were always going to have more problems. You know the the NFL save hockey. No, I mean yeah. that's that's the one where there's there's not as much or where there's about the same amount. Yeah, although they've gone with a shorter yeah, they, schedule but, this year. They yeah, they did it the right way. Yeah, I I never thought I'd say that that Gary Bet- Bettman would make better decisions than Adam Silver. That, that just, well, and especially after last season, where I mean, and, and having a short not like this would have been the year to have a shortened season if you're the NBA. I know you just had one technically, but it seems like. No one would have been like, "Oh, I can't believe they're ripping us off from these, you know, last ten games or whatever." You could just say, "Listen, our guys needed uh, needed extra time. We, we we didn't want to put them through a full game, a full season after a shortened off season. It didn't make sense for us." It's not rocket science to to come out and do that. They just, I I don't want to say they're greedy, but they're kind of greedy. Yeah, and and that's uh, it. it I, I also think it it is in terms of relevance. I mean, people just aren't paying attention right now. The ratings show that, and it's not just me who's not interested. And, and once football ends, maybe I'll feel differently. But I'm honestly more excited about March Madness this year than I am anything in the NBA. And yeah. because guess what, UH has actually got a chance well, to, to. And get we didn't somewhere. have March Madness last year. Yeah, so it's, we, uh, <laughs> yeah, that we're, was. We're, we're we're aching for that versus uh, the NBA, where it seemed like the NBA playoffs went on forever and ever and ever. Yeah, exactly. Boy, that was uh, man. It's going to be nice to have have March Madness this year. And knock on wood. Yeah, my well, friend. I, I hope it is because that's where we're hoping to launch our website. So, uh, it's for March Madness. But um, you know, I I think uh, I honestly think the is it. I don't know if it's just Harden or what it is, 
but I don't have any interest in watching this team. And I kind of feel like, you know what, we got some great college teams in this state. I'm kind of more interested in them. You know, with, with Texas and UH and um, Baylor. I mean, we got some good teams in this state. Yeah. And, and, I mean, those are all legitimate teams. And I'm kind of more interested in that. Plus, I've been following your bets. So, I don't know. Well, if that's, that, that's, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, four teams from Texas in the top 15 right now. Uh, Baylor at two, Texas at four, UH at 11, and Texas Tech at 15. So, yeah, it, it's a good time for, for Texas basketball. Yeah, and I mean, it was, what, two years ago, Tech made it all the way to the finals. I mean, yep. this is uh, – and, and those teams are interesting to me. Uh, Baylor's a lot of fun to watch, man. Oh, Baylor's very fun to watch, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I got that. I don't, I don't know that I have enough love in my, in my body for more than, you know, one, one group of basketball teams. That's all right, Fred. I just – I don't have it. You can, only, you can only fit what you can fit. That's it, exactly. I, I'm very small when it comes to that. That's right. All right, you so, have a tiny heart like the Grinch. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and it ain't growing, so no. <laughs> Christmas won't fix that, my friend. <laughs> no, no. Oh boy, seven one three seven eight zero ESP is your number. Um, yeah, maybe at six o'clock we could we could kind of take an early look at these lines for the playoff games. I was uh, okay. Um, you know, I was hoping that we could uh, uh, see if there's anything early value wise that we can jump on. Uh, we'll have a gem of the day next, so. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll definitely, and I've, I've got a good one for you guys. Uh, it, I, I'm very good. I hate it when you have bad ones. Mm. <laughs> actually, actually, you know what? I, I was going to do this one, and then I found a better one that I like that involves police and, and a swingers party. All so, right. Um, it was this, what the, was the party at your house? No, no, no. no. Okay. But uh, I, this is a good ethical dilemma. You guys aren't doing that anymore, right? Uh, I'm moving on. This is a good ethical <laughs> dilemma. A, uh, a woman bought her boyfriend a lottery ticket as a gift. Okay. That was nice of this, her. This is in England. He wins 500 Then euro- it was a lottery ticket. Right. Right. Lottery. A lottery. Uh, a lottery, in it? I let him play the lottery. <laughs> um... And he won 500 euros, which is like $78,000 U.S., oh, right? Well, yeah, no, it's $1.7 million right now. <laughs> uh, I, think it, I think it's like 800 bucks. But regardless, she believed uh, the, the woman who bought him the ticket thinks she should, she, he should give her part of the money. Hmm. Now, it was a gift. Right. And he won. It was a scratch-off. Now, if I give you a scratch off as a gift and you win, am I supposed to get the money back? I like my grandmother gives me scratch off tickets and I never I don't scratch them in front of her, so she she would never know. Yeah, my mom does that on on Christmas and now I've never won more than 20 bucks and then we just send my brother to the store to buy more. Right. That, that's kind of the, that's kind of the Christmas tradition in the uh Fowler family, but uh uh and then we just keep going until we're, they're all gone. There's no money left. But should she be entitled? I've never never won 500 euros on one of them. Right. Uh, I'm going to go no. She's entitled to absolutely nothing. Sorry, Aaron, honey. Aaron, your thoughts? I don't think she. I mean, it's 500 euros. What is that in real money to uh, us? It's like 800 bucks, I think. That's no. 
Now, if did, it's now, did like, she buy him this lottery ticket as like a gift of some kind, or was gift, it just yeah. like a random no, like? No, she bought it. Hey, I got you this at the store today. No, she bought it as a gift and gave it to him as a gift. Yeah, I'm going to go with no. He, he owes her nothing. And if it was like two hundred fifty thousand or more, then you go, hey man, you want to kick me, you know, ten thousand dollars, and we'll call it good. Yeah, just enough to wet my beak. Yeah, <laughs> but for but even then, bucks, he, she doesn't. Owe, here, he doesn't owe her that. No, he doesn't. And like, I, I'll say this: like, I mean. It's honestly that kind of behavior. If she's really serious about it, like if she's looking to make it legal, uh, I'm looking to probably just break up with her at that point. Yeah, uh, isn't it? Wouldn't it be worth just giving her the 500 to get her out of your life? Maybe so. That's uh, just say, oh hey, here's here's 500 bucks, and uh, I don't want to see you anymore. Yeah, so here, that's it. Thanks for the gift. Uh, wait till you go to your doctor and find out the gift I gave you. Thanks for showing your true colors, biatch. Yeah, That's what I would say. Exactly. All Except right. I would sing the song. I'd say, I see your true colors shining through. Wait, I see your true colors, and that's why I left you. I would do a remix like that. Oh, see, I thought you would go with the, the Cindy, more Cindy Lauper-ish and go, Twoo colors. Twoo colors. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I wonder if lawyer Dave would say that uh, that woman was entitled to anything. What do you say, Dave? I say pay her to make her go away is the cheapest and most direct route to happiness. <laughs> All right, that's uh, welcome to Team Cynic, Mister Dave. So, uh, hey, I'm seeing a lot of accidents on the road and a lot of people out driving and getting crunched by bad drivers. What do they do when that happens? They call Lawyer Dave at 713-626-8900, and I will help them out. Yeah, and it, you handle all kinds of stuff, whether it's accidents, 18-wheelers, uh, hospital negligence. If, you, if you've gotten problems with the Rona and you were mistreated, you take care of all that stuff. As a matter of fact, I presented one of my clients that was a victim of medical malpractice today, and it really turned out poorly for my fine gentleman. Well, uh, the the cool thing is, if you have any of these issues, you can call Lawyer Dave. It doesn't cost you a dime uh, until you win. And if it's not something that he does, he's going to send you to somebody else, right? No no charge for consultations. Right. Consultations are always free. You don't pay a penny out of pocket up front with me if you need medical care and you don't have a doctor that you normally see and you need to see one and you can't afford to pay for it. I'll get you to the right doctor with no money out of your pocket. In fact, if I have to get you a ride back and forth, I'll arrange for that, too. No money up front. Yeah, and, and you know what? My, my youngest brother actually had to call Lawyer Dave with a question and said you were fantastic. So uh, tell them how they can get in touch with you if they have something like that. Hit me up, Blitzers, 713-626-8900 or LawyerDave.com or at LawyerDaveLaw is my Twitter handle, I believe, or through my buddy Fred. Yeah, you can always hit me up, and I will put you in touch. All right, if they need a lawyer, what do they do? They had better dial Dave. The Blitz, Blitz on ESPN 97.5.
You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN. Yeah, I'm, man, I'm still in the post-Rona great mood. It just it That's won't, good. It won't go away, AJ. No matter how hard I try, no matter how hard the textures try, they can't put me in a bad mood. You, nobody can take away my joy, AJ. I better not bring Jesus Easter being here. Uh, now, Dead Zed, in return, you buy her a lotto ticket and say good luck. Yeah. That's pretty good. I might even buy her like 10 lotto tickets. Yeah. Lottery tickets. Lottery. Lottery. It's the lottery, in it? It's like my favorite word watching British television is in it. When for isn't it? it? It's it's like it took me a while to figure out what the hell they were saying. Well, it's a beautiful day, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> there's so many things I wish I could take from the British and the Aussies. There, there's that certain word the Aussies use so well that I wish I could use on air. Uh, but anyway, let's do the Zadok Jewelers gem of the day. The gem of the day. It's the gem of the day. The Zadok Jeweler Gym of the Day. Okay, we go to Buenos Aires in uh, Argentina, where, you know, I, I, I'm sure a lot of you guys are still doing your swingers parties, even amid the COVID. And, you know, hey, whatever you're into, right? Yeah. Well, uh, apparently not legal right now. And uh, so the police raided a secret swingers party. Well, it didn't quite go as planned because some of the uh, people attending the party mistook the officer for a stripper. They thought that it was a uh, <laughs> thought that the <laughs> police officer was a stripper in uniform, and uh, a little bit of a, a mix up there. But uh, it was carried out by members of the provincial police force and. Uh, in the wake of anonymous tip from a member of the public who, like, listen, what what kind of person snitching on a swingers group? The kind of person who can't get laid, right? Yeah. Now, that's pretty much it. Shame. But uh, police officers said they'd uh, come across a bizarre scene with music, lights, and a meal taking place. I'm not sure about the meal at the swingers party. Uh, that's, you know, uh, uh, but uh, it was an erotic tour, they were calling it. But when the police first knocked on the door, they were waved inside. One officer was approached by a woman who reportedly said, you get me hot. Uh, once the confusion became known, uh, the, another unnamed individual said, it was a pity. When I saw them, I thought dessert had arrived. <laughs> oh, well, needless to say, sometimes, I, you know what this reminds me of is that uh, Days of Thunder, when the... When Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise thinks he's getting arrested, and it turns out to be a stripper, this is the opposite. So that is your Zadok Jewelers gem of the day. The gem of the day, it's the gem of the day. The Zadok Jeweler gem of the day. Yep. Overweight Pats fan Johnny Rico is from Buenos Aires. That's true. That's why he had, he had to go back in after it got nuked by the bugs. So, just FYI, Granado talked about it this morning. Okay. Oh, crap. Mm. So, do we just go home now? 
Yeah, no, yeah. No, you know what? I think let's John's just, probably let's, done the rest of the show already. Yeah, you know what? He's also everything already, we've got planned for hour three. John's already done. Um, yeah, uh, he, he's he's even probably talked to, to Jerome, Jerome, who's going to join us at six fifteen. You know what? I bet he's gone over the lines that we were going to do at six o'clock. I don't know why I bother. You know, I mean, I I, I guess I could have done the story yesterday when I had it, but. You know, I had a better one yesterday. Yeah. Sad. Oh, well. The, uh, I, we will, uh, we will look at these lines a little bit. Um, and I, I'll, I'll be curious if there's, there's anything where you have a, a strong opinion. I'm, I'm actually, there's one line that I never thought that I would, I would like that, uh, I, I may actually be on right now, but because I think it's going to go up a little more. Overy Pads fans is underrated movie. Starship Troopers is one of my favorite automatically watch whenever it's on movies. And I, I don't know why. I just love the fact that it's not human beings killing other human beings, except for a few scenes by accident. It's the bugs, and the bugs are the enemy, and we need to mash those suckers. And I, I just, I like the scenes. I don't, know, I don't know what it is. It's a movie I don't have to think a lot about. It's just... Uh, we mash bugs. That's 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 it. I'm I'm totally for. It. I even I've watched what there's like Starship Troopers two and then there's a three and they're horrible. I'll, I'll never watch those again. But anytime that movie's on, that's that's one of my. Um, I, I don't you know. Like what, that movie? I love it. And, I like that movie only if it shows the nudity. Well, it does show the nudity. Like, like but I'm saying if it comes on like TBS. Oh or yeah, something, no, that, that's I'm different. not watching that. I, I'm not watching that either. But like, because that 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 movie's pretty pointless if there's no boobs in it. Yeah, Des in the shower. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, when they're all kind of doing the uh, and Philip mentions Denise Richard was super hot in the day. I I like the other chick, and I I can never remember her name. Do you think Denise Richards is still hot now? Um, eh. mm, uh, no, not at, certainly not. I don't think she's hot. I mean, I would, of course, right? But yeah, she's not really. She never really was my type. Like Des, Des was more my type. I got to find out who the heck played her because she was also very briefly in uh, Star Trek, uh, um, Star Trek, um, in Law and Order SVU, where she played a cop that uh, uh, dude almost banged and then didn't because he was married, which was not realistic because if she wanted it, any man's going for it. Yeah, but um, but yeah, that's uh, what the hell was her name? Dina Meyer, that's it. Dina Meyer. Uh, still very hot. I saw her in something recently. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. We're going to take a look at the uh, early odds here for the playoffs. It's it's right around the corner. I mean, it's, I know it's Tuesday, but uh, already got some numbers up. Quick break. It is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Oh, beautiful day. Please come back. Take away this rain. You gonna answer that? To call into the HRP listener line, dial 713 780 ESPN. ACA could be tweaked, reformed, or repealed in the future. But for now, employers must comply. Visit hrp.net for help.